All right, today is Thursday, and it is number four of our five-part series where I'm answering listener questions. You can submit your listener question at Instagram. You can find us at the John Clark and submit your questions there. I would love to hear from you. Um, and if it doesn't get answered right away, that doesn't mean that it won't get answered on another upcoming episode. So definitely um, don't lose heart if you don't see it answered right away. Um, so, okay. So um, yesterday we talked about how to position yourself on your group practice website if you are the owner. And today we are going to be talking all about how to deal with imposter syndrome. All right, let's dive in. All right, so first of all, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome um, is uh, effectively the thing that you feel, kind of the dissonance or the anxiety or discomfort you feel when you're stepping into a new role, when you're basically taking on a new role or identity. This happens for a lot of us as therapists. When um, we start graduate school, we go through that first semester or year or whatever, and then all of a sudden we're sitting there in front of a client and it's like, holy crap, I'm the, I, I'm the therapist? Oh, oh, I'm the therapist. I'm in this th- fancy therapist chair and got this fancy you know, title or whatever, this fancy position. And your your identity has not caught up to your behavior in effect. So you feel some dissonance. Um, that dissonance can be really hindering, right? If that if that imposter syndrome lingers for too long. How long is too long? I don't know. It just depends. But if it's still lingering, I don't know, a year out of graduate school, three years out of graduate school, um, then you might want to look at it and and start to look at ways to um, kind of deconstruct that imposter syndrome. We can have the same um, the same effect for when we become a practice owner or a group practice owner or a boss or a manager. Um, there's there's just a lot of different opportunities where imposter syndrome can creep up on us. So here are my ways to effectively deal with it. Um, first, uh, number one, name that you have imposter syndrome. So just just name it. Just name that you have it, right? Um, and again, I think it's a natural part of acquiring any new identity or role. So the first part is just to simply name it. Like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling like an imposter. The second part is to identify the beliefs that make you feel like an imposter. So we're getting a little a little therapeutic on this, a little CBT on this, uh, which is never a bad thing if you ask me, but identify the beliefs that make you feel like an imposter. What are the, and what are the things that go through your head when you're feeling imposter syndrome, when you're feeling that anxiety or that dissonance? Um, that information is going to be really, uh, really valuable. And sometimes just identifying that information and those beliefs can be enough to start to shift those beliefs. And we know that from our work with clients as well. So identify those beliefs um, and say them out loud, write them on a piece of paper. Um, what are the what are the things that go through your mind when you're feeling that imposter syndrome? Number three, and this is basically my approach to, um, to kind of treating um, uh, imposter syndrome, using that word treating kind of non-clinically, but um, to, to treat imposter syndrome, basically my approach is if it doesn't work to address the um, the beliefs or the thoughts, which a lot of times those are kind of slippery and hard to, to deal with head on, then basically I want you to identify the behavior that would counteract those beliefs. So if the belief is I'm not a real therapist, well, guess what? 
your behavior is to do more therapy. Um, and to maybe throw in a bit of mindfulness here and just notice that when you're doing therapy, you have that anxiety or you have that thought of, I'm not a real therapist, do I belong here, etc. But what I want you to do is, is basically notice it and don't stop doing the behavior. In fact, do more of it, right? So if I have a hard time believing that I'm, I'm a real basketball player, guess what? I need to keep playing more basketball and maybe even maybe even double up on my basketball until I've kind of internalized that belief or until my belief in the in my my self-image has caught up with the actual behavior. So again, don't get too stuck on the thoughts and beliefs besides just kind of noticing them and naming them, putting them out there. But then after that, um, basically I want you to focus on the behavior of just doing more of that thing and realizing that with more repetition, more exposure, um, your identity is going to catch up and eventually be in alignment with the actual behaviors. All right, to wrap things up, again, the steps are, number one, name it. Name that you have imposter syndrome, what it's about, what it is. Number two, identify the beliefs and thoughts that make you feel like an imposter. Number three, identify the behavior and do more of it. That is my approach to dealing with imposter syndrome. Um, Let me know how that works out for you. Get in touch and let me know if you've implemented these steps. uh, let's see, tomorrow we have coming up, so tomorrow's Friday, we've got our last part of this series, how to, basically how to let go of tasks, how to delegate tasks in your practice, when to delegate, how to delegate, how to how to manage it, etc. Um, so that should be a good one and a good one to end on before the weekend is here. Um, as always, I want to hear from you and I want you to submit your questions to be answered on the show. You can do so by finding our thread for this on Instagram at the John Clark. That's Clark with an E and John with an H for that matter at the John Clark on Instagram. So um, find me there and leave your question and then my team will um, collect those questions and compile them for the upcoming uh, episodes after this week. And again, if it doesn't get answered right away, don't worry about it. It will. It could most likely still get answered at some point. So, um, so tune in for that. So again, stay tuned for tomorrow. Submit your questions for me on Instagram, and I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.